Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. here with Davey Portman for Up Next. Davey, why are you smiling? Why are you laughing? It's late, dude. It's late? It's ten past two. It's ten past two? Yeah. This is the normal Did you Halloween a bit too hard? Yeah, we did. It's the day after Halloween. It's the... Is it the Day of the Dead? Is that what November Mm, 1st is? Because I feel dead right now. I feel dead because I'm hungover from Halloween. We went out (laughs) trick-or-treating, if you will. We had some tricks. We had some treats. Uh, how was your Halloween? It was good. I had fun. Yeah? Yeah. Me too. I'm, I'm fine. You feel fine? I feel fine. I've been up for 10 hours waiting for you. Oh, right. <laughs> David's mad because uh, I wanted to sleep more. And, well, he woke up and watched all the wrestling. And then I rolled out of bed eventually, watched NXT, and here we are. Yeah. So. Um, but we have a lot to talk about. We do, yeah. Um... We, we had our little shindig, our little party. That's right. We had a Halloween party on Friday night, the one um, we were talking about the past few weeks. John and Wei did come. John and Wei showed up to our Halloween party. Um, Wei but, with his significant other, both as like emojis. Yeah, it was a last and, minute. We said you either come with a costume or don't come at all. And, and they did. Yeah, John wore a gimp mask, I think. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the Basham brothers. <laughs> uh, John showed up in a lucha mask. Oh, is that what that was? And <laughs> <laughs> he showed up in a lucha mask and started telling people, Hi, I'm Wei Ting. <laughs> so that was great. Um, so uh, yeah, they Jesse showed from up. the Six showed Jesse up. Jesse from the Six, one of our good friends uh, here in the Six, he showed up. We had a lot of fun. With Mad Hatter. Yeah, we played some two K. You you played John away. Did they, did you not? Yeah, yeah. Bought Trish. You uh, bought Trish. Way just... wanted to play as Trish. Of so course. I was like, I'll buy him. I'll buy it for you. 
Wow. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I bought waiting Trish. Wow, great. Um, You're such a gentleman. Yeah. Uh, I'm a host. What yeah, can I say? Exactly. We are a lot of people. I got it. Yeah. You want punch? I got it. Oh, well, that's what we should talk about, really, is we are a lot of people. I mean, we we have, like, a pretty small apartment, I'd say. At least we always say that. And everyone who was, like, over was like, your apartment's pretty big for how you guys describe it. Like, you guys are... We make use of space well. Yeah, exactly. It's how you use it. <laughs> um, and so we had a lot of people in and out throughout the whole night. People came, people, people left. But we made a punch. Yeah. That, uh... <laughs> well... It was killed people. <laughs> we pretty much killed people with this punch. So the punch was a full bottle of vodka. Yeah. Uh, full bottle of Malibu. Full bottle of Malibu. Two cans of like this hard, like nine percent grape soda. There was like this, thing. yeah, alcoholic grape soda that that was really strong. Two tall boys of that, and then about one point five of Cran. Uh, yeah, maybe like two, a whole carton of Cran. Maybe two liters. Um, of I squeezed in some oranges, some lemons, some lime. A lot of lime, and that was it. In a giant witch cauldron, we put this punch. Yeah, it was, it was deadly. <laughs> and it it tasted did, like candy. It literally and did, then, Everyone kept saying it tasted like candy. So it was good because it's supposed to be a Halloween yeah. party. And and then people are just, well, your mate is just passed out in your room at 10 yeah. in the evening. <laughs> My one friend, Cameroon, Cameron it was wearing a, a shark onesie. And by 11, and Cameron, like, used to outdrink me. And Cameron's like, dude, I gotta go. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, the punch. <laughs> what was in it? I'm like... I don't know, like, alcohol and juice. He's like, it tasted like nothing, but it got me so fucked. He eventually passed out, and then we had a lot of... Uh, the dance party essentially was in my room, and where like, I have my speakers and stuff. And all these girls realized that there's just a shark hanging out on my couch, passed the fuck out. So they all started to dance around <laughs> him and grind on him. And then later in the night, he woke up and I was like, hey, I have to show you something. And it's just a video of all these people dancing around. And he's like, what did I miss? I'm like, shouldn't have passed out. Shouldn't have drank the punch. Uh, one friend who unfortunately couldn't make it was uh, our good friend, Matt Ross. Oh, right. Who, damn, like... One of we we almost couldn't go out last night because um, because of the story we're about to say. Yeah, this is pretty fucked up, actually. So um, we like we invited a lot of our friends over, and some people couldn't make it, including this, this guy Matt Ross, who we know through uh, a bar we we regularly. Yeah, we regular. we often uh, go to Wide Open. It's yeah, on in Spadina in Richmond. Yeah, in Toronto, a great little dive bar. Yeah, um, and like all the regulars there know each other, and there's this guy called. Matt Ross, he's always, like, the life of the party. Uh, he's a, he's a wrestling fan as well. He's a big, like, New Japan, uh, yeah. Kenny Omega fan. Yeah, like, he's a huge Omega fan, actually. Um, and uh, he decided to have a little arm wrestle about a week ago. Um, yeah. And At the bar, he, he had a few pops, and uh, he was arm wrestling in the bar. And, and, and the guy he was arm wrestling... Breaks his arm clean in two, literally like, um, breaks his arm. What is it? Your your humerus, the top arm. Listen, it's bone? not very humorous. Oh, thing. dude, it's, it's and like I heard this. So I I turned up to the bar that night, minutes after it happened. Sort of, I just finished work, and like I always know I'll see people there, so right. I kind of just pop my head in, and everyone's like. Dude, you, you just missed, missed it. it. I'm like, what? It's like, Matt Ross's arm is just 
broken. His arm is broken. And luckily, um, one of his friends who was there is an EMT. So, like, as soon as he saw the break, he, like, grabbed and squeezed the arm. And they hopped in And the was cab. like, it's done. Like We gotta go. But at first, he's... He's like, oh, I think it's dislocated, and it's just waving it around. All right, so so oh. we hear this story from a bunch of our friends. It's become legendary. Yeah, already. it's like already become a story everyone's talking about. But yesterday night on Halloween, me and you were running some errands, and then we stopped by for one drink to say hi to some friends there, and he was there, and we we were like, hey, this is the first time we've seen him since hearing this story, and we look across the bar, and his arm is in a sling. So I'm like, oh my god, this story is 100% true. <laughs> this is crazy. So we start talking to him again. And he apologized straight away. He's he like, guys, so I, I so wanted to come to your party, yeah. but I just saw loads of people on my arm and stuff. And then, and then he proceeds to tell us he has it on video. And I'm like, excuse me? He says, well, we are arm wrestling, so one of the guys thought it'd be funny to film it. And he pulls out his cell phone and... Yes, this is just me and you hanging out at a bar on Halloween, and I, I like. Seven, and we haven't even ordered our drink. We didn't yet. even have a drink yet. We didn't even get to the bar to order a drink yeah. yet. And he plays us this video, and it's just like two dudes arm wrestling in the bar. And it's usual kind of like yeah. bit of to and fro. Yeah. Like you see the tension between and the then two. Then all of a sudden, snap! <laughs> and his arm does his best Shawn Michaels impression. One bone's looking one way, the other half of the bone's looking the God, other. Oh God! It's, oh. oh. You almost threw up. Yeah, like both of us threw just up. went It makes like, a pop. It's like a pop, like pop. And then you see him like, oh, I've dislocated my he, arm. He's and yelling like, like, oh, I dislocated it. Oh. And you're like, no, dude, that's that's just a broken arm. Um, so, uh, get well soon, Matt Ross. Um, but, oh, it wasn't nice. And, uh, like, it, he, for a good, like, hour, both of us were like, uh, I don't, I think Halloween's he ruined, ruined. <laughs> he ruined Halloween for me. He ruined Halloween for me because this video made me not want to order a drink and not want to do anything. I think it put me off for a little while. Yeah, oh, it um, definitely did for me. And then the thing was he kept talking about it. Yeah. Like, can so, we just talk about something on? else? Let's move please. on. Let's talk about things. It's Halloween. Let's talk about things. <laughs> um, he he says that he wants to, to put this video uh, on he's convinced he's sitting on a gold mine. He thinks here. it's gonna go viral. So when he does eventually put this up somewhere, like probably YouTube or whatever, <laughs> we will have to share it because I already feel like people will message us about this. Yeah. But it's so fucked. I'm telling you, it made me. Oh god, that's I don't weird. even want to talk about it anymore. Well, that's why he didn't come to our party, and I wish he did with the video because that would have been a great party trick. Showing everybody you want people to leave. Yeah, it's like, hey, do you want to see this video? All right, I'm ordering my Uber now. Like, oh man. Um, but yeah. I think it was a success. Which our party? The party, yeah. Yes, our party was a success. I a lot of people had fun. I think, I think we'll probably have a little Christmas. Shindig. I I am pitching that we do a Nightmare Before Christmas party. Does it have to be scary? Can't yeah, just I be like reindeer? scary stuff. Oh. Yeah, then that's, that's Halloween. Christmas is about Jesus. <laughs> Jesus and Santa. Fuck Jesus. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, uh, what else happened? We, we saw the uh, <coughs> Evolution pay-per-view. Yes, um, we did. I was kind of... I felt sad watching it and not uh, talking about our, I know. our girls. Yeah, um, way to go, John, away. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, they, I think they... Did us proud the four women in our division? I'd say right. Um, um, we had the May Young Classic, Classic final. Yes. So Forever Young, our show May Young Classic. It's on. It's on the shelf for now until next year. Until next year. Um, so thank you for everyone for the the feedback and and the love for the Forever Young 
show we were doing covering the May Young Classic. But yes, the finals happened at the first ever all women's WWE pay per view, and it was Tony Storm, Io Shirai. Uh, I thought that match was fantastic. I I loved it. I think it was the the best uh, Io has looked for sure in yeah, the whole tournament. Definitely. Like that, uh, the Golden Triangle, right? Uh, was insane. Um, she, I think, even though she lost, I think she came out that as a star. I sure. think. And it's also interesting because the crowd was super hot for the whole show, but this was the match that was going to be hardest for them because um, I doubt a lot of them uh, have been watching the May Young Classic. But the or crowd was familiar. good. The crowd was and nice. You could definitely hear that to start with, and then like this cool stuff was happening. Like there was that was it German suplex on the apron and stuff. Right, yeah. And the crowd really woke up and were like, "Wow, these girls are good." Yeah. And I think. They got a lot of eyes on them that night, and I think they're both stars. Um, as I'd people have it. said, I'd it could it. have been, it could have done with another five minutes. Sure. But I think the time they had, uh, they did really well. I just remember uh, being really hyped for it. Yeah, the, the, the they promoted it as the finals of this thing, and because we were so invested in and watched every mm. week, it made me really want to watch that match. And then when I finally got it, and it was like, pretty explosive. Yeah, it was a little shorter than maybe I thought it would be. But you know what? I really, really liked it. Yeah. That has to be one of my favorite women's matches. But then uh, we got to see Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. The rematch of rematches of rematches. And a very different match to the, yes. to the last one as well. I thought this was really good as well. I, I really liked it. this was great. Yeah. I, um, I was disappointed uh, Kyrie lost. Obviously, yes. I wasn't surprised. I thought this was probably the direction they were going to go. Yeah. Um, interesting to see where they go next with it. Um, obviously you've got the, uh, like the, the horsewomen in Shayna's corner yeah, now, yeah. which is cool. It adds like a different, uh, Survivor Series dynamic. Exactly. Um, do you see, uh, cause none of them were on TV this week. Uh, there was a little backstage thing, I think. Yeah. But, uh, do you see Kyrie getting some backup? Uh, from who? Io Shirai? Maybe. Yeah. Could. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really great match as well. I think I think Shayna is fantastic. She's such a Yeah, she's, a bully. she's totally grown on me. Uh, just because I think she's figured out, like, what in wrestling, like, you have your, your basic, your moves that you do. Like, everyone has their five moves, mm. essentially, like, of the, the Doom. But she has it well scouted out. And I think she's evolving her character. Yeah. Which makes sense, and it, it is how you get better. Like, there's so many times in the past where I, I've talked about NXT for a bunch of years now, and there's so many people where I would be like, "This is the worst shit I've ever seen." But then they evolve and they become yeah. some of my favorites. That have, that have, like Velveteen Dream, I used to say it was the worst yeah. because of the gimmick. But look where he's taken that now, and he's become he's great for the title. So I feel exactly. So. I feel like that's where Shayna is. Like it yeah. keeps evolving. Or she could have. They could have started with her being like, "I'm a four horse woman," blah blah blah. But instead, it's like the, they could have easily moved her up, developing a bit ago, yeah. and they haven't, um, so which is good. great. Um, I think I like Kyrie is such a a pure baby face, which right. means she'll probably be a heel on Raw in a year. So she, um, she, she's going to be on SmackDown soon. I think she getting called up or what? I'm. A, I don't think I want her to be called right. up yet. Um, but. I think she's great. I loved her selling of... Um, I loved the finish of the match. Like, her um, rolling through to go for the pin, um, just like in their last right, match. Right. But uh, this time, it was broken. And then... Um, 
And then I loved her fighting back while she was getting choked right at the end because it gave you kind of, oh, is she going to... Yeah. She, she's going to come out of it. She's going to... Oh, no. Um, Poor Kyrie. I thought that was a fantastic match. Um, obviously, the Becky-Charlotte match that as was, well... That was probably was the best brilliant. Match, and yeah. that's how it should be. You should, like That's why I loved it all being on the same show. It right. was like... Mae Young Classic was like, top that. And then I think Kyrie and Shayna did... But your main roster, as it never does, but your main roster should be like, okay, that was great. Hold my I really, drink. I really liked Becky and Charlotte. Actually. I thought it was a fantastic was an match. We watched the, the show together. Just We were just kind of having a chill Sunday night and decided to watch it live. And it was I thought that match was like a pure WWE epic like, yeah. match, fight, brawl, whatever you want to call it. Like, Charlotte and Becky were using weapons and... I'm I'm usually not a big fan of Last Man Standing matches. Me neither. Either. Me neither. Um, I thought um, Last Woman Standing. Yeah. Uh, I thought Mike Yoda was great as well. Like he added to yeah, the drama yeah, of yeah. Um, them getting to the feet. Uh, yeah, I I thought it was brilliant. There was that. I'm glad the result ended how it did as well because I think if Charlotte won after that, like rising from the yes. rubble. I think she'd have had a lot of hate yeah, after for sure. that. Um, people don't like that kind of Superman gimmick. Right. Um, but no, that was that was an awesome match. Yeah, I really, really liked it. It reminded me of like an epic old school, like just a war of a match. And I love Becky so much. She's another one where she used to be, uh, you know, the Irish jig. And now look where she's become. Yeah. So even great for her. And Charlotte's just fantastic as always. Uh, I thought that was great. I think that's like one of the best, maybe the best WWE show this year. Like pay per view, like or there, there other wasn't than NXT, there like, were matches I was more into than others, and there were a couple of like uh, there was a bunch where I was like, yeah, whatever. but I thought everything was good. I enjoyed yeah. every match. Like the matches I didn't think I'd be into, I I was right. Um, there wasn't, yeah. It was great. Yeah. I agree. I think it's one of the best WWE shows of the um, year. And, and good for them because like a lot of people I know who aren't really wrestling fans are like, hey, like what? All women? What do you mean? And I'm mm. like, yeah, it was like only women. And they're like, oh, they, they, they've had women's wrestling before. I'm like, no, 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 but this was just women. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wow. Like, that's pretty cool. I, the next step now is to stop it being history. Yes. Just it being. Yes, yes. Have Charlotte and Becky end a pay-per-view and don't beat us over the head that they're ending the pay-per-view. It's just like, this is the hot feud. They end it. Right. Um, I think that's the one thing when it... when it ugh, WWE are never subtle and they just hit you over the head with everything. Yeah. And it, it can, it can put a lot of people off. And I think a lot of people like, yeah, it's cool. It's an all-women pay-per-view. And then it's, oh, we get it. It's an all-women pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, so... They'll do another one. I, th I think they should do another yeah, one. Yeah. I think they should do... It shouldn't just be a one right. once a year thing, um, or like have pay per views be dominated by the women, sure, with male matches. But uh, they didn't add a they didn't add a uh, men's match for everyone to go to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't do that at Evolution. They should have. Um, remember when people used to say that all yep, the time? Bathroom break. Yeah, um, I don't. I really liked it. I thought it was really fun. Uh, I did like the matches, and I like how incorporated NXT because that's like that's the main stuff that I watch. So uh, I really liked it. Will you be watching Crown Jewel tomorrow? No, I will not be. Okay, no. Um, 
I feel like a lot of people are put off by it. Yeah. Um, so me, John Cena, and Daniel Bryan, we're all going to hang out and do other things uh, <laughs> on our Friday uh, morning, afternoon. When does yeah. it say? It's next? tomorrow at 12. Damn. Okay. I mean, I'm going to be home. Yeah. But I probably will not watch. I, like, I, I feel like I'm a hypocrite because I strongly disagree with the show. Right. But also I probably will watch it. Like, sure. I do have enough interest that I will watch it. Um, but I know a lot of, I've heard a lot of people saying, uh, who feel the same as me, like feel a hypocrite for watching it, that, um, they're going to watch it, but they're not going to watch it on the network. They're going to watch it by other means because they don't want to give the satisfaction of a view to... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel I may do the same thing. I, I like, I feel bad for watching it, but I am interested. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Um, and uh, I know John and Way will be covering that show, and they're yeah. Uh, look out for their special show. Yeah. Um, they're going more over like the the politics of the right, show, I right, believe. Right. Um, and will be donating five dollars for every minute um, of their show. Right. Um, to uh, I can't remember the name. It's a charity to protect journalists. Right. So that's awesome. So go check that out. Um, tomorrow evening, I guess. Yeah, postwrestling.com. And if you're listening to us, you probably already listened to John Away, So, But go definitely go check that out, because that's a big deal. Um, yeah, wrestling making weird news. What a weird thing. Yeah. Wrestling is like on the Today the John Oliver show, covering it a bunch yep. now. It's insane. Saudi Arabia. Um, and just before we go into NXT, there's loads of news this week. Um the uh i guess you should run it down the evolve show that just happened yeah what 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 the hell is going on so so it seems like evolve is now nxt for nxt i guess the street profits are now the evolve tag champions yeah and is it fabian eichner yeah who's the evolve champion yeah he's the guy who was in uh the the cruiserweight classic isn't he like the big guy that does flips and right i think that's him well, we've we've seen him a bunch. Well, so they're but, they're in Evolve. Yeah. They show up, and yeah, Fabian Eichner is pretty good. Actually, he's good. Yeah, um, I've always enjoyed his matches. So, uh, Street Profits are now the Evolve Tag Champions. Fabian Eichner is now the Evolve Champion. Uh, it's so they're they're taking guys from NXT who kind of have nothing going on. Yeah. and put them there. That's really cool. But the funny part is, <laughs> Triple H is a con man. Triple H is like, hey, Evolve, look at look at all these wrestlers you have. They're so good. Oh, wow. Hmm. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is pretty lit. You know what would be great? We'll give you Fabian Eichner, <laughs> and we'll take Matt Riddle. And then we can do a talent exchange. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? You just traded NXT people for Evolve people, essentially. Uh, it's really cool, but... I feel we're going to be seeing similar kind of stuff with Progress. Yes, definitely. And, uh, ICW as right, well. for sure. Um, no, it's really cool. So, yeah. um, I would want to know how people who... The people who go to these shows and follow Evolve, like, more... Like, because we've watched it in and out. We've dabbled. We've, I've checked out matches here and there. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering, the people... If there's anyone who, like, watches Evolve all the time, goes to the shows, and what they feel about it. Because I want to know if they're like, this is really cool because we obviously we watch NXT as well and the talent they did bring in are pretty good. Yeah. But like what I, I'm wondering if 
I'd be upset because now I have to watch someone I don't really... Yeah, because people are watching it because it's different and they yes. don't want WWE exactly. stuff. So, um, but it depends on... That comes down to, I'd say, the uh, production and the style of yeah. the matches itself and that kind of thing, more so than the talent. Because yeah. most of NXT is talent that are have been on the indies forever. Exactly, so. exactly. No, it's just interesting. Um, I mean, the Velveteen Dream did that that like little run there just yep. recently, and then they do this. So um, it's interesting to see where they'll go with it. It's really cool. I think um, I'm. Just, it's just really funny because like look at all the people we've get been getting, and then now they're like, yeah, you can have the street profits. Here you go. You can have uh, Lars Sullivan in Evolve, <laughs> or like who who would be like the 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 hot pick for Evolve to steal from NXT <laughs> JC and Chris <laughs> those jobbers well there, there are people like um, Danny Burch and Only Lorkin sure. I think would be yeah. great for yeah. like a match down there yeah why not um, yeah they'd kill it yeah it's cool I, I'm interested I just I'm not super into the Evolve thing I don't I don't follow it so I've, I've never really followed Evolve right. um, but I think but it's it, cool it is pretty cool and it's something we should talk about, seeing that it's... Definitely. As I said, it feels like it's NXT to NXT now. Yeah, exactly. They, like, own this this partnership, this brand, it branching, whatever. Okay, cool. Should we talk about this week's episode of NXT? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Let's do it. You know what I forgot to talk about? What? Last night, the fight at the bar. Yeah. We went to the bar last night, and I saw a goth-like chick. Like, a, mm. it's her outfit for her Halloween costume. Kind of metal, gothy girl fighting uh, an Axl Rose, who was a girl dressed up as an Axl Rose. This girl threw the one girl against the wall, and then tried to, like, punch her and pull her and scrape her, and then people pulled them apart. And then the goth girl walked walked out the bar, like, flipping her hair, walked out. And me and you were standing there with our friends, and she walked out. And then all the people in the bar were, like, confiding to Axl Rose in the back, like, calming her down, calming her down. And about two or three minutes this later... This is the best bit. <laughs> two or three minutes <laughs> she later... She made her return. <laughs> two or three minutes later, me and you were still talking, blah, 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 this goth girl walks back in. She hit go- black masses <laughs> to all the security out the front. <laughs> Threw me against a wall, like <laughs> threw everyone out the way. I went to you. I go, David, David, that's the girl. She's back, David, <laughs> David, David. That's the same girl. Well, she's gonna go back there. She's gonna go back, and you're like, you're like, what? And then she goes back there, and now you hear screaming and <laughs> chairs being both thrown. And like, what the fuck? Oh my god, it felt like a wrestling. Oh match. yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> but especially on Halloween, it takes you a while before you realize something's real. You just think, like, any loud... I don't go straight to, ah, oh, people are fighting. I'm just like, ah, oh, people are just having fun, pissing about. And then it's, oh, no, okay, something's really going down now. It's like, no, uh, this goth girl is beating the shit out of Axl Rose. <laughs> Intense collision. It's crazy. It was great. Um, I feel like there was something else we had. I had to say, too. Oh, it, Halloween is g- come and gone now. Halloween is come and gone now, and... You know, people might not watch scary movies because the next holiday is Christmas. Mm. But if you still like scary movies, check out our reviews of some scary yep. movies. Halloween, the original, and Halloween 2, 
the the original sequel uh, to that. We did our first ever movie reviews, and uh, thanks to everyone who's uh, checked those out uh, for the past uh, few weeks. We just did one yesterday on Halloween, Halloween 2. Uh, go check it out and tell us what you think. Uh, we want to do more movie reviews in the We in the are going to do the Power Rangers movie next. Yeah, um, sometime probably in... Probably, we don't have a date set yeah, yet, but it'll like probably be two, in about few weeks. two or three weeks. So, we'll, uh, we uh, get watching. Yeah, we're going to have our friend Scrump join us for the Power Rangers movie review. He was one of the penis druids in All In uh, yeah. for Joey Ryan. He is from Pro Wrestling Tees. He's one of our new besties uh, in Chicago. So we're going to do that because he's he's a huge Power Rangers nerd. Like, big. Like, if you are one, he... Like, I have a morpher. This guy's got, like, all the Funko Pops. So right. uh, he's he's weird. We'll have him <laughs> on soon. <laughs> he was just on the Jericho cruise. Yeah. And he... That looked like a lot of fucking fun. Like, here we are talking about us going out and partying on Halloween and stuff. But imagine how much of a party the Jericho cruise was. Damn. We should go if they do another one. Yeah, sure. You know Jericho was like fucking lit the whole time. <laughs> you know it, like he was. You heard he had a black eye the I whole really? time. Yeah. <laughs> Jericho's my fucking idol. He's so Jericho's funny. like your dad that like goes off the fucking like <laughs> midlife crisis. Um, let's talk about this week's ep- episode of NXT. Let's get into it. Uh, it starts off with a recap of uh, last week with the whole big reveal of something I was super into um, where Alistair Black came in Black Mass now I'm thinking of the girl <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Black comes in Black Mass is everyone and then gets super kicked and it's revealed it was Johnny Gargano boom huge 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 news um, I explained this whole storyline to a friend who does not watch wrestling and he was like this sounds insane. I kind of want to watch this. I'm like, I can show you like the highlight package, and then you have skipped a month and mm. or two of shit as well. He's like, it sounds great. I'm like, it it was, but there was a lot of bad in this storyline too. <laughs> um, the show starts off with Nikki Cross coming out. Um, she will be taking on Mercedes Martinez. If you watch the May Young Classic, she was in it this year and last year, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, uh, she was really impressive. I've seen her in Smash Wrestling. Yeah, she's great. As well. Um, not sure if she's, like, signed, but here she is fighting Nikki Cross. Um, they go at it. Mercedes locks in a guillotine early on. Uh, Nikki hits a bunch of forearms and then, like, a stinger splash and the cross body. Shouldn't Nikki Cross use the cross body as, like, a finish? No? All right. The crossbody's not much of a finish. No. So, all right. Maybe back in the day. Uh, Martinez fights back, hits a, a spine buster. Both these women have, like, similar finishers. It's like a fisherman buster swinging things. Um, so they're both trying to hit it at different times. Um, Martinez hits, like, a back suplex that's just crazy impact. And then hits a second one. And then hits a German suplex, sending Nikki Cross flying. Um, she hits a running knee and then tries for the fisherman, but Cross gets out of it. There's a DDT and then the purge, which is what she calls her version, the spinning fisherman neckbreaker buster thing. The purge is what I think she did it for me because I was dressed as the the purge. purge. You were the purge last night. Or a fairy in an Oscar mask. Yeah, so (laughs) you ordered the Halloween mask, the purge thing on October 1st Mm. and it showed up on October, October 31st. Yeah. So you wore it last night for Halloween, but you didn't get it for the party. And yeah. everyone was like, why are you dressed as Asuka as a fairy? 
<laughs> Halloween, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was ready. <laughs> um, the mask looks cool. We were wearing it all last yeah. night. It was really cool. The purge. Um, and so she hits the purge. She beats Mercedes Martinez. This was really, pretty good, actually. I this was a good match. It. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into Nikki Cross matches. Right, really, right. I'm not really into They're her style. The yeah. They're kind of yeah. They don't really do it for me. I do like Mercedes Martinez and seen her against a few different styles now and right. every match she's had has been Pretty solid good, yeah. that we've seen recently she's um, like a vet vet, vet yeah vet. I think they should uh, keep her in NXT just for this kind of stuff just for like the the kind of Cassius Ono role sure. I call it yeah like, make it make people look she good she can make everyone look good yeah. I think true uh, after the match these two stare each other down in sort of like a weird like respect kind mm. of angle but then yeah Nikki's going that was fun yeah that was yeah fun. yeah Candice LeRae comes down to the ring and starts getting in Nikki Cross's face. She's saying... All in black. Yeah. Did you notice it? Except her shoes. She fucked up. She had red shoes. Yeah. Red sh- Who does she think she is? <laughs> red shoes? Uh, but she's even wearing black lipstick. Mm. So you know what? I'll give it to her because it's attention to little things, the little details. Candice LeRae wearing black lipstick. She starts yelling. There's no microphones in it or anything, but she's kind of talking to Nikki saying, you're, you're messing with people's lives. You need to stop it. You're messing with people's lives. And Nikki is like, ha ha ha. And Nikki kind of runs away from her, avoiding Candace here and walks up the ramp and is confronted by Alistair Black. But it turns out Alistair's not there to talk to Nikki. He's he know, he already need, got to know what he needed to know from Nikki. He wants to talk to Candace. He comes down and says, "Where is Johnny?" And she's explaining to him that Johnny is not here. He was told not to come by William Regal. He's not here. And Alistair uh, then walks off, leaves, and Castaway's looking a little shook, and it uh, cuts the commercial. So Alistair Black is fucking mad. Yeah, he wants to kill. Johnny Gargano. He says something again. They weren't using microphones or anything, but he says something about uh, Johnny Gargano's future is over. Like he's going to end his career in NXT because he's so mad that he was attacked by him. Uh, so is Candice LeRae going to be like this heel, like wife? I don't think so. <clears throat> right. Um, I think like her. I do because I if she. If it was normal, Candice, she wouldn't be in all black with the black lipstick. I. Think but she. <laughs> I think she's going to be conflicted. She might eventually right. turn, but she's she going to play always... this kind of, he's my husband, I'll support him. And like, he was going through a bad time right? around was. then. Uh, <laughs> but also, yeah, I, I think she's going to play in, in the middle for a little bit. All right. We'll see. Uh, we go to a recap of the Street Profits, new Evolve Tag Champs. Versus the Mighty from like, what was it, like a month ago, I guess. Yeah, it was a while uh, ago. When the Mighty like uh, cheated and stole the chains and the cups from the Street Profits. So now it is that rematch. The Mighty versus the Street Profits. Um, this was a lot of fun too. It was a little quick, but it was pretty cool. Uh, Montez Ford is so athletic. Um, he does like this double float over counter. Uh, and then there's like a plancha to the outside. Uh, the mighty double team Montez most of this match hit double Russian leg sweeps. They just continue to work on him. Um, they go for what, how they won the, the the match a month ago with this like figure four bridge pin thing that uh, that they yeah it was like out. a figure four jackknife yeah it's pin. cool like realistically you could probably win any match yeah. if you lock that in but uh, 
they kick out of it. So it's proving that the the time they used it was when uh, Montez's Ford was was Yeah, injured. they just worked on yeah, his leg yeah. the whole match. They like trapped it between the stairs and yeah. the, the ring and Um one I always get the guys from the Mighty confused, but uh, one of them hits a really cool sit out Falcon Arrow. Um there's finally finally Montez gets the hot tag to Dawkins. He comes in, he's throwing hands, hits a bulldog, a tilt a whirl power slam. Um, and then like a right hand for a two count. Um, Thorn counters one of like the, the alley-oop or the, the high-low, as you mm-hmm. would call it. He counters that with a Hurricane Rana, which looked amazing. And then there's the Tower of Doom spot from the Mighty on uh, Montez, I believe. But Dawkins comes in to break up the pin just in the nick of time. Uh, Dawkins finally does hit the sky-high, the alley-oop thing, the sit-out spine buster. Um, but then there's a the whole brawl between all of them. He's on the outside. Montez hits this, like, kick on the apron, sending Miller into the ring, like, backwards. Like, he kicks him so hard, like an enziguri almost, sending him flying into the ring, laying him out, then quickly jumps to the top and hits this crazy frog splash and pins uh, Miller there. So Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, the Street Profits, win this match, get their chains and their cups back. And celebrate. What I like so much about Ford is he's got such a different body type than we're used to in right. in wrestling. He's very tall and thin. So right. I think it makes all his like athletic moves and his flips look way more impressive because you don't normally see it yeah. in a guy his size and the height he gets, like that frog splash, yeah, is, it looks great. is huge. He's a, he's fast. Um I've actually quite enjoyed this little feud. Yeah, why not? I think every time it's come on, I'm like Ugh, okay, like, nothing much here. And then they win me over by the end of the match. Sure. For, considering I'd say this is, like, mid to lower card yeah. stuff, It's it's been solid. I've enjoyed it. No, this, like I said, this was a kind of a fun little match. Um, I, I really like Montez Ford. Dawkins, to me, still seems like he just doesn't do many other moves. Like, no, he he's does got some, that big right hand, he does, which looks cool. But. Yeah, he does punches, and like when I say he does a bulldog, he's doing like an old-school bulldog. Like It's nothing fancy. Um, I just don't know what, what happens with yeah, that. Yeah, like, because eventually they'll break off. Yeah, and you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be Montez, because he's just... You could, t- you, you could show that to someone, and anyone who doesn't even watch wrestling, they'd be like, that guy's sick. That guy's That cool. guy's... All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they won their chains and their cups, and they're the Evolve Tag Champs, so they're doing all right. Yeah. They're doing just fine. Um, William Regal is backstage with Kathy Kelly. She asks him about uh, the update about War Games, since he was kind of interrupted last week, and he says that Tomasa Champa will defend his NXT championship at TakeOver against the Velveteen Dream. Then he is uh, interrupted here by Alistair Black. And Alistair is fucking mad. Alistair's scary. Mm. I wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> he complains about wanting his hands on Johnny Gargano, and he, Regal uh, tells him that he's not here tonight. So then he announces that he will get his chance because it will be Johnny Gargano versus Alistair Black at TakeOver War Games as well. So there you go, already a pretty stacked card just yeah. from these two matches. Um, two solid... Those are the, the right choices. Oh, yeah. Those are the right ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Black has to wait to get his hands on gone. He says he's going to end... The career in NXT. The only thing I didn't like here is Alistair Black 
looks like a badass. He sounds like a badass. Right. But then he used a catchphrase at the end. What and you, he oh. said about fade to black. And it's he like, said his career in NXT will fade to black. I'm just like, that's so lame. It's like, cool, yeah, we get it. Your last name's Black and fade to black and it's a pun. But I just think for someone who is a badass like that, no, you're, you're but, not going to use catchphrases. Uh, I no, I always hit Undertaker sometimes would always end with rest in peace. And I'm like, it didn't fit with what sometimes. I, I agree. Yeah. I think Taker gets away with it, though, because he came from that era sure. when it was like that. Right. Um... I but know. I I agree with you there. Right, but yeah. I just I know it kind of like oh Alistair, come on, like, you're gonna you fade to black. You're gonna fade um, to black. You're gonna fade to fucking I black. I fucking love this next sec- segment. All right, so it goes to commercial. <laughs> so William Regal just drops the two bombshells of the announcements of the matches at Takeover, and then goes to commercial, and then we come back, and it cuts to Lars Sullivan. He's backstage at Full Sail, and he's pissed. He's throwing water bottles against walls. He's walking down some corridor. He's throwing shit everywhere. And uh, he's really mad because he didn't get the title shot. And instead, it was Velveteen Dream. So what is Lars Sullivan going to do? What did, why did you like this so much? Because he was just so mad. <laughs> so, it, was, it was like when the Riot Squad do their riots. It, there was like two little black bags on a desk. <laughs> and it was like... Argh! <laughs> it also reminded me of uh, my mate Chuck, who I've told you a lot about. Right. Uh, great guy, big dude uh, from Philly. When we were in uh, New Orleans for WrestleMania, he had his wallet stolen. Oh. He was pretty drunk, but he had his wallet stolen and was pissed. And was walking down Bourbon Street, <laughs> but he's in his Eagles jersey, a Roman Reigns cape. And the Roman Reigns gauntlet. <laughs> and he's pissed and he's knocking over all the trash cans he walks past in Bourbon Street because he's mad. And then he gets to this one trash can that's been nailed to the ground. Oh, no. And he's like, trying to push it over. And he's, and it just looks so funny. And this is what Lars was here. Like, if, it was, if he was throwing, like, trash cans and stuff, yeah. cool. But it was, like, a water, water bottle. bottle. And then Dan Mather just goes up to him and goes, like, um, <laughs> um Lars... What's wrong? <laughs> I want that title shot. I just found it really funny. Um, so, well, sorry. To, what the fuck is a Roman Reigns cape? Oh, it's like <laughs> it's like a Roman Reigns flag that he wears. Around. My friend Chuck at wrestling events looks like the world's shittest superhero. Right. It's okay. brilliant. All right. Wow. <laughs> a Roman Reigns cape. Yeah. God damn. Um, so Lars is really mad and he's throwing water bottles. That's what you do. He's like, he's doing his best Conor McGregor. Just throwing <laughs> water bottles. Um, we next go to what people might be the most interested in seeing in tonight's episode. And that is the debut of Matt Riddle is happening next. Bro. It is Luke Menzies versus Matt Riddle. Um... Most people listening to this are probably familiar with Matt Riddle. I would assume he is the guy from UFC who uh, what he was fired or let go, even though he was undefeated. Uh, I believe. Or? I think it was a drug violation. Of I course, believe. it was uh, because the next thing I was going to say is uh, me and Matt Riddle have a common friend. Her her name is Mary Jane. Um, Matt Riddle is a very interesting character. We've seen him a bunch at Smash Wrestling. He's, a, he's like an indie darling. Yeah. He's like the guy. and he He's was... been the hottest guy for the last two years, I'd yeah. say. He hasn't been wrestling long at all, no. either. Like, no. it's, it's insane how good he is. Um, his, his gimmick is like the stereotypical, like, 
supposed to be almost like a douchey, like, bro kind of guy. The snapback, the long hair, the bro, the fist bumps and stuff. The flip-flops. The flip-flops, everything like that. It was really cool. I feel like WWE will take that and make it not cool, because that's what they like to do. Did you see the picture of all, like, the new NXT recruits? Yeah. And he's in his suit. Yeah, and the Because it's like, um... It's like the rules there. You've got to you either wear your like tap out gear or yes. you wear a suit. Right. You? He's in his suit, but with the snapback and, and the, the flip flops. That's what I would rock as well. Um, he's a very interesting cat. Uh, he he seems really genuine, like in person. We've like come across him a, a mm. few times in the indies and stuff, and he just seems uh, like he really loves this. He's become yeah. so invested into it, into his life, and it comes through. And he's so good. Mm. So I'm super excited. To see this guy in NXT, I think this guy will go so far in WWE. Um, but people have been saying that about him for just uh, as long as he's been wrestling, essentially. Yeah. He, he is special. Um, he comes out in his flip-flops. And I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they were fanny pack flip-flops. They had oh, really? zippers and you could put <laughs> shit in them. Oh my god, so funny. I need to, I need to get uh, someone at the party, actually. Um, was making fun of my slides. I have like basic like, I don't know, like Walmart flip flops. Yeah, they're slides. not cool. Yeah, they're I need cool. like the I need like some Gucci flip flops. You know what I'm saying? And you always leave them on the doormat so I can trip over. Yeah, them of course. Uh, you know, I always got you. Uh, Matt Riddle <laughs> comes out against Luke Menzies here, but we already know what's gonna happen. Uh, Riddle turns a monkey flip into an armbar, which is crazy. Riddle hits these like roundhouse kicks and forearms. He's just literally insane. There's an overhead throw and like a headbutt by Menzies, who's also pretty impressive. Uh, this guy. Yeah. It just sucks that you, you're you in the debut. Like, you, mm. there's no one cares, essentially, about you, which is which sucks. But it's still he's still pretty cool. Matt Riddle does the, the Broton, which is the Ascenton. Yeah. They call it the Broton. Cool. Um, there's, like, a, a kick to the face. And uh, I think it's Nigel who said it sounded just like a crack of a whip, which is yeah. literally what I thought because... I don't know how they did this, but it literally sounds like he kicked the guy in the fucking face. It was great. Um, there's a huge knee strike, and he, like, locks him up and just elbows him repeatedly, like, a million times, and then locks in the... Uh, it's such a smart name for a move. The Bro Mission. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the Broton. Yeah. The Bro Mission. Got it. Cool. So he locks in this bro mission, and right away Luke Menzies submits, and Matt Riddle wins here. Uh, Nigel says it's kind of like the jujitsu twist. It's like an abdominal stretch, but more like grapevine and kind of more of a lock in and yeah. like body kind of guillotine kind of thing. It looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, so I loved it. I lo I knew what this was gonna be, and it was great. I like Matt Riddle. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be interested to see because uh, I've only seen him in matches, and sure. he's great. He's yeah, fantastic. Sure, yeah. He's a star. But you need more than that. Yeah, like I'd be interested to see how he holds up with the, um, like he's got his character, but just in a story, um, right? Because he could be, he could be the guy. He will. Um, I think he will be a big star. I feel like. I feel like you're right. I. I want to see him do, be in storylines and see how that goes, but I think he'll be great in it because he's so character like charismatic. Yeah, like how the fuck is what is he smoking? <laughs> um, and also, he broke that barrier. I mean, it's legal here in Canada, but <laughs> clearly they're letting him do that. Yeah, 
I would think so. A, a few superstars, I know for a fact, a few superstars, even on the main roster, get away with smoking weed. If they want to smoke weed that badly, they'll put it, they'll make it known to whoever in WWE it is and they smoke. Matt Riddle will probably do yeah. that if he loves weed that much. Um, they don't test in NXT anyway. No, they do not. So um, he's fine, I guess. Mm. Um, I mean, he could. that's why he couldn't go to New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll be a huge star in WWE. I, I think he's great. I, I honestly... Uh, I've been listening listening to John Pollock talk about him for years yeah. uh, like on the indies here and saying he would be a star. And look, now he's in WWE. This was his first WWE NXT TV debut. He looked great. I, I feel like I want to see more of him, which is great. So looking forward to this shiny new toy. Yeah. There was no mention of the no. Cassius Ono thing. No. So they're going to have to go into that and tease that because that's going to be lit. Yeah. It's going to be a crazy fight. And there's not much, many weeks left now. <laughs> I mean, no. they've been building that for a while through right. just uh, Cassius Ono. Yes. Um, but I'd imagine we're going to get that next week all sure. confirmed. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. We do a recap of Kyrie Zane and Shayna Baszler from the Evolution pay-per-view, which we talked about a little earlier. Um, and it shows an interview that was happening right after the match. That we didn't get to see. And it's Shayna with her uh, four horsewomen. Not Ronda though. And she's being interviewed. And Kyrie tries to confront her. But Kyrie's so beat up that she like, is falling over and can't even confront Shayna. And then Shayna like, laughs at her and walks off. Did this make you cry? Yeah. Kyrie was all, ah, I ah. Like she's hurt. Like she couldn't even talk. She couldn't even get up. Uh, do you think we'll get... Rematch. That's why. That's one? why you thought that because yeah. it leaves you being like, "What's happening?" Uh, sure, you could do a rematch at Takeover. It'd be, it could be pretty cool. Mm. Would Would Kyrie win? No, I mean, if you were going to move Kyrie up, um, Survivor Series would be like I. I'd have a added to one of the teams, sort of a last minute replacement sure. kind of thing you could do. Right. Um, Rather than saving for like the Monday or Tuesday after, um, I I think Shane is holding on to. I can't see them flipping it back. No, that, I'm I, fine with that. I, um, I just it's interesting because they're kind of teasing something. Mm. Kyrie's wants revenge because she was screwed. She out was of screwed it. out yeah, of it. Yeah, she was screwed out of the title. So we'll see. I wouldn't mind a rematch just because I enjoyed it. So. I've enjoyed every yeah. match with her yeah. so far. So yeah, best of Shayna I've seen. So uh, and 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 Kyrie here. I, I'm not super familiar with her before WWE NXT. So. She looked great. I think with um, with someone like Shayna, it's allowed Kyrie to show off way more of like her aggressive side when it comes to sure. sort of firing up and like taking the yeah. advantage again. Instead of being just like a empire princess, yeah. yeah, like a character almost. Um, we now go to Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. They are in a tag team match here against Raul Mendoza and Humberto Carrillo. We've seen him once before. Right, We've right. seen Mendoza a few times. Oh, yeah. Mendoza is like a staple yeah. here. Yeah, he's like a guy. Um, this is a, like a quick little tag, but uh, Raul Mendoza is crazy. He's, he's so great. fast. He's so good. He's, I forget every, every time he comes out, I'm yeah. like, oh, it's this guy. And then I'm like, oh, he's really he's, good. He's good. Like, this was a match to show off him and Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Not so much the Carrillo guy, I thought. Yeah. Um, Raul hits like these crazy fast head scissors. Um... There was this Humberto guy goes for a moonsault, but Lorcan gets his boots up, which sends him flying this across the ring. This looked crazy. Yeah. Like, the height he got in the moonsault yeah. was fantastic. And then, and then he normally you see a counter, it'll be, like, knees to the chest yeah. as they land. But he got him with the boots to the chin. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Great. 
it looked really cool. Um, I write again that Mendoza is just fast AF. He's like on fire here, but eventually gets shut down. He takes down Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch, but finally, uh, when all four guys go at it in the ring, uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch send uh, Mendoza out of the ring and then hit the assisted DDT on Carrillo and pin him. Uh, like a quick little match, but that was really good too. I love Danny, Danny Birch yeah. and Oni Lorcan. Um, Oni rules. I don't want to sound rude here, but I kind of think Mendoza should be in a mask. I'm not saying he's yeah. an ugly guy. I just think... He doesn't look like a star. I think taking the mask off sure. of Andrade was great. Yeah. Like, because he's got awesome facial exp- expressions. Right. He's a handsome When, when he's on TV, you know. When he's on TV. Um, <laughs> Don't you miss him. Yeah. Uh, but I think Mendoza could benefit Yeah, because he's like a luchador. He's doing he, all these he's lucha He's doing all the stuff. lucha moves. He's literally doing lucha shit. Look at his... He just looks a bit... Doing lucha dorky. stuff. Um, yeah, he does. And that's why every time... He comes on. I'm like, I agree with oh, you. this guy. And then, oh, no, I like this guy. This guy's cool. Yeah. Um, I just, I really want to see Lorcan versus Cesaro one day. <laughs> like that, that rolling uppercut he did, like right yeah, before the finish battle. was insane. Yeah, I just think yeah. they'd, they'd have just an awesome, like, Barn slugfest. Yeah, they'd yeah. kill each other. That'd be really great. Uh, so we'll see where only Lorcan and Danny Burch go from here. Maybe Evolve. Maybe NXT UK. I think they're heating them up for a, a title uh, program again we'll, we'll we'll see after the next segment yeah. we'll figure out where the tag titles are we go now to Undisputed Era they're doing one of their backstage promos they're hyping up their match which is next which is Kyle O'Reilly and or is it no, no Cole and Fish Cole and Fish versus the War Raiders yeah. so here they are backstage uh, Adam Cole says that we are ready for the War Raiders. We are always born ready. And now Undisputed Era is at 100%. And you, you, everyone doesn't understand that. And then all of a sudden, the War Raiders break through the set and start to attack all of them. The like War Michael Ra- Myers coming through the door. <laughs> they like- came out of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> the War Raiders just walk through the glass door like in Halloween 2. We're just like, oh, he's a murderer? Just walks through glass door like it's nothing. The War Raiders come out of nowhere and attack the Undisputed Era. They're just beating the shit out of these guys. The fight, the brawl, uh, take they take them outside into like this like area outside Full Sail, which is like, it's like a weird backdrops and like, like, uh, like picnic tables. Like, not even stuff. picnic tables, like metal tables yeah. and metal chairs for like students or whatever. It's full sale, and they're all brawling there. And the and the production trucks for NXT are there. Um, there's a spot where they lift up uh, Adam Cole and they lawn dart him into a truck, like when Kevin Nash Nasty did that Ray. to Rey Mysterio yeah. years ago. Um, Bobby Fish gets hurled onto these metal tables and chairs. Bumps his head uh, uh, underneath it a little just bit. Just come back from injury. Yeah. Sure, just throw me against just the metal table outside. Me into these metal chairs. Uh, when they go to do it on Kyle, they did it much softer and safer because they were like, fuck, that yeah. probably hurt. <laughs> so let's try that a little easier. So Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly got lucky there. Um, but then as they're all fighting, um, Undisputed Era starts to fight back. There's four of them and two of the War Raiders. So the numbers game obviously add up here. But out of nowhere, Ricochet, like a superhero, flies in, jumps off something, lands on these guys, and there's just a brawl continues. Uh, So now it's Ricochet and the War Raiders fighting with all four members of Undisputed Era. Um, 
there's like this metal like wall and he the war raiders throw like these guys into this thing it's like one of those like things on the back of a truck almost yeah. but like metal you can pull up and down he they He's just throwing these guys into it. Uh, they brawl back into the actual arena there and start fighting into the ring. And this is where the Undisputed Era um, get the numbers game again because there's still there's four of them and three of the other guys. And they take like steel chairs and they're like attacking War Raiders and and Ricochet. And Pete Dunn's music hits. He runs out with a chair, hits Adam Cole with a chair shot, and then slams a chair on Adam Cole's hand on the entrance ramp. They he just go, hates hands, doesn't he? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Do British people always just hate hands? No, I fucking hate hands. <laughs> Fuck they hands. annoy me so much. <laughs> um, they, there's just an all-out brawl. Eventually, Undisputed Era retreats, and it's Ricochet, Dunn, and the War Raiders standing tall in the middle of the ring while the Era is on the entrance ramp. And William Regal comes out. He has a microphone, and he says that, you know, this, this is not how that match is going, but since you guys want to, you know, wreak havoc and brawl and fight, well, you'll be able to do that because you will all be locked inside war games. So at the TakeOver War Games in LA at the Staples Center, it will be the Undisputed Era at 100%, all four of them, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Roderick Strong, and Adam Cole versus Ricochet, Pete Dunne, and the War Raiders inside the double rings, the double cage, all that shit, War Games. Mm. Sounds lit. So they're, they're doing different... War games from last year, where yes. they had <clears throat> last year they had three teams. Uh, you had three members start the match, and then um, every so many minutes, the right. other two would join them. Right. Um, I think this time they. I don't know if they'll do three people, uh, just two people start, and then everyone joins, or whether they'll do the staggered, like the traditional one, right, which is right. every few minutes, just one person comes right. and then the next. Sure, they'll um, probably do it like. That. I think they'll probably do it that way. I like that it's four on four, not Me the too. other way, yeah. like other ways. But yeah, so um, this sounds great. The people in it are amazing. Yeah, the I thought this was one of the best backstage brawls. Yeah, this was fun forever. Honestly, like, this was a looked, sleeper hit of NXT. I think because it looked like um, a real place. It didn't look wwe backstage yeah it, you could tell like this is a university they're just killing each other outside in the right. university where i normally sit stuff. and have my lunch or whatever right um, exactly i thought that looked really great there's something hokey for me about um having pay-per-views with the names of the gimmick yes because there's no like it's just like okay, these are, we knew we yeah. knew the this was exactly. going to be the match. Exactly, like, exactly. We weren't sure if Pete Dunne was going to be healthy sure. or not. We weren't sure with Bobby Fish for a while. Right. But we've known it's War Games in November for a while. Right. So we've gone well. It's undisputed against probably these four. So there's no kind of drama with or surprise with William Regal announcing it. Like right. he knew this pay per view was coming up. What was the match he had planned before this? <laughs> A yeah. War Games match was going to happen. Right, exactly. And I think back to the days when I was younger and all the pay-per-views were like, Backlash, No Mercy, Armageddon. Yeah, I hate having the name. And then, and then out of no, a feud's rising and then it's like, you will have your match in Hell in a Cell. Right. And you're like, oh shit, they're exactly. doing that they match. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. Whereas it's now, oh well Hell in a Cell's next month, this is the programme... 
I guess that yeah. not going in the cell. Yeah, like remember, like it would. It, my favorite was uh, it was Edge and Cena, and in the promo leading up to like the match, Edge says like, "Oh, you get one more chance at my title, but I get to pick the match, and I get to pick where it is." And he's like, "I pick." Unforgiven in Toronto. Oh, in the match, it's my type of match. I've never lost it. TLC, and it's like, oh shit! Like, yeah, he he can do that. Oh shit! But now it's like, hey, TLC's next month, so it's a stairs match or yeah. a chairs. It's like, no, fuck off! Like, don't call them these things. Yeah, I um, miss pay per view names, but they just rebought uh, some WC. Like Halloween Havoc is apparently just got re. Branded. Oh, I'm just, so stuck on Halloween Havoc in, in WWE 2K. <laughs> I keep, I'm doing the towers thing, right. which is like a gauntlet. You've got to, you've got to beat ten people sure. in a row. Uh, so I beat Kane in a finishers match. Got you. I beat um, who was next? Alistair Black in a knockout match. Oof, I beat Goldberg in a tables match. Wow. I've now been stuck against. Jake the Snake Roberts for probably over four you still hours now been... <laughs> in a submissions match. What the fuck just, submission just, does Jake the it, Snake use? Like, come on. Uh, I don't know. He just like grabs my neck and pulls it, and uh, <laughs> I tap out. <laughs> like I'll be killing him for twenty minutes, Damn. and then so like if you've got any tips out there for two K <laughs> on how to like win Beat a submission match, Jake let me know because it's it's driving me crazy. Damn. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you've said they've bought a load of the rights to... Yeah, so I'm wondering if they'll have Halloween Havoc. Uh... I can see them more likely doing it like they do with Starcade as like sure. a, a house show. I know they've... I think they've announced with the new... They're going to do a tiered system on the network. Right. I don't know if these are rumours or confirmed, right, right. but like one of the things is they're going to start filming more house shows and that's going to be some of the additional cool, content cool. that you can watch the house shows. So I'd imagine with that, they might do like broadcaster, Starcade, hmm. uh, house show or a Halloween Havoc house show or right. Bash hmm. at the Beach or whatever. Ooh, the best one. Hmm. On an actual beach. Yeah. Be great. Uh, so that was NXT this week. Uh, good good little episode. Good sets up everything. Now we, we're pretty, we have the three mat main matches I mean, really kind of four, if you think of Ono and Riddle. Ono and Riddle. Um, Gene Champa, Gargano Black, and the War Games match. So that's so already... Shayna, Kyrie again, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Bianca, Nikki Cross, I guess not. I don't know. No, that's that's done now. But I they think. still didn't have a finish. True. I'm wondering if they'll do, um, on like the pre-show, like the tapings for yeah. the next week, we might sure. have like Candice and Nikki. Sure. Um, I can see them doing something like that. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. It was a fun episode. Um, let's go to our feedback. Uh, uh, shall I do 205 first before feedback? Sure, yeah, probably, because maybe we have some people I talking think about we have, it. might have Did you bit. watch 205, obviously? You I did. did, yeah. You have 205 seconds. Okay. Uh, show starts with Brian Kendrick versus Jack Gallagher. Uh, Drew Gulak is commentary, and he's repeatedly saying that Kendrick lost his edge. Uh, Percy questions this, because he was like... Kendrick came back from injury and he won by submission in under 10 seconds and then Jack Gallagher lost that night. So why have you turned on uh, Kendrick? And Gulak doesn't really answer this. It's all Gallagher for the beginning of the match. Uh, Kendrick is trying to fire up as Gallagher keeps kicking him in the head. Kendrick finally catches him with a back elbow followed by a big forearm and a backdrop and begins to take control of the match. Gallagher hits a German suplex and holds on for the pin, but Gallagher kicks out and Kendrick rolls straight through to the captain hook. 
but Jack gets to the ropes. Uh, Galahad then applies a rear naked choke, but Kendrick makes it to the ropes. Gulak then goes to interfere, but Tazawa hops the barricade and takes out Gulak with a kick. Kendrick then hits sliced bread for the win. Sliced bread. Um, so yeah, Kendrick and Tazawa now seem like aligned. Weird. Uh, um, Cedric Alexander and Drake Maverick are backstage. Uh, Cedric's questioning Maverick why he isn't being considered for a rematch for the Cruiserweight Championship when he was undefeated for 181 days. Crazy. Uh, Maverick says that he has just had a three-match losing streak and he doesn't think his head is quite there, but will definitely give him his rematch when he deems fit. Uh, Grand Metalik with the Lucha House Party versus an unnamed bald jobber. Uh, <laughs> Grand Metalik video promo saying that TJP is a coward, so let's fight man versus man. Uh, Metalik starts the match with some flips and does the Lucha chant. He hits a reverse sling blade, climbs to the top, walks the ropes and hits an elbow for the three. Uh, TJP comes from behind and attacks and takes the mask of Metalik. Now he has all three of the Lucha House oh, Party's man. masks. Uh, Buddy Murphy and Tony Nisa nice backstage. Kayla Braxton interviews Buddy. Um, Buddy says that next week they are in Manchester, so he has requested a match against one of UK's own, so we'll be facing Mark Andrews. Whoa. Um, Kayla asks, what happens if Tony Nice wins this number one contenders match tonight? And he just goes, none of your business. Whoa. Uh, Daria is then interviewing Mike and Maria Canellis. Uh, Daria says that although he picked up his victory over Lince Dorado, it was marred by the altercation between Grand Metalik and Kalisto on the outside. I really liked the way she said all of their names. It was it was kind of kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maria takes over the interview and shoos Daria away. As you do. Uh, and TJP bumps into them. He's like holding the mask and running away. Uh, he says that he's here to show them around as they are new and he was the inaugural uh, cruiserweight champion. Maria sees right through it and knows he's like scared and running away uh, but says, look, I think we could all help each other out so let's talk business. Mm. Uh, main event of the evening is number one contendership for the cruiserweight title. It's Tony Nice versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, Mustafa Ali's ribs are all taped up from his uh, match against Hideo right. last week. Yeah. Um, and Nice goes straight after the ribs. Um, Ali trips slightly on a leapfrog. But I saw this. Manages to save it really well. Like, he still lands on his yeah, feet, this rolls crazy. Through, his drop This gift was, is all over Twitter because he, he botches but then saves it. Saves it straight away. He yeah. has to have some crazy ring awareness or crazy skill to do this because it's so fucking nuts. He literally is falling. He's like, whoop, and like rolls through and like. It was like well, I, I kind of, I kind of like botches sometimes. Yeah. Because it's like this is supposed to be a real fight. Right, I right. meant to think this is real. Right. But then it's to see it botch and then save it. It's like you're really cool. <laughs> That's you see, cool. Did you see Kofi fucking fall on SmackDown? Oh no. my god, it's so funny. He's dressed in the brood and he's leaving. They're leaving the segment and he's on the apron and he goes to jump off, but he like jumps but then like gets caught and falls. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I fell outside yesterday. Oh I no. kind of broke up the villain umbrella a bit. Oh no. Yeah, I know. You busted it over someone's head. Yeah. <laughs> um Ali hits a crossbody to the outside, but Nice rolls through and slams Ali on the ramp. Uh Ali goes for a second rope DDT but is caught by Nice who hits a northern light suplex with a bridge for a two count. Uh Nice goes to the second rope and Ali sweeps his leg. 
so he smacks the back of the head against the turnbuckle. I hate this spot. Like, I don't know how you can do it safely. Mm -hmm. uh, it always just looks really dangerous to me. Uh, niece misses a springboard moonsault. Ali rolls through and hits a sunset flip into a sit-out powerbomb. Ali hits his, like, rolling X-Factor and sends Nice to the outside, followed up with a toe pick on Hilo. There's a series of super kicks to the head of Nice, but a kick out on two. A tornado DDT to Nice for a two count only. Ali goes to the top, but catches him, um, but Nice catches him and hits a gut buster off the top. Uh, but two count only. Now Nice is getting frustrated. He can't put him away. So he just rips away at the rib bandages of Ali and kicks the shit out of his ribs. Uh, the ref is trying to stop him do it. But he's like, no, fuck you. And just kicks the ribs. Um, but Ali then catches Nice with a jackknife pin out of nowhere for the three count. So your new number one contender is Mustafa Ali. Excellent. Uh, nice then frustrated beats down on Ali oh, no. and Cedric runs out for the save um, so uh, this was quite a cool moment actually because uh, we've seen a lot of turns in WWE recently mm -hmm. and Nice uh, sorry Cedric is helping Ali to his feet and you had that segment earlier where he's pissed off because he should have his rematch right. now and now the new number one contender is Ali and he picks him up and puts his shoulder over his arm round his right. shoulder, and the whole crowd are like, ooh! And then he's like patting him and everything, but he basically sets him up for the right, long check. Right, right, But he's like, no, I'm just helping you oh. up. But everyone bid on it, so it was a nice little tease mm. or something that could come in the future. Nice. Um, the juggernaut Buddy Murphy comes out, and the show finishes with um, him and Nice on the ramp, staring down right. uh, Alexander and... Um, Ali, which I imagine will be a, a pretty good tag match coming Buddy up. Buddy Murphy, yeah, the goat. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying this show. Nice. I think it's it's getting uh, it's getting in the right place, and this was a, another fantastic match. You did it in two or five seconds. Right, absolutely. I always do. Um, because I see this bag of chips, the Aussie chips. Yeah. My friend uh, Shane uh, was in Australia recently, and I requested some chips, Smiths. Chicken chips and then these chicken twisties as well. If there's any Aussie listeners, I know you love the Tim Tams and stuff, but Smith's chicken chips, they're like rippled potato chips. Right. Sorry, crisps. Yeah. They're, they're my shit. And I've already eaten them. Like, I have none left now. So, I shouldn't have shared with you. Well, um, we have my friends uh, who are also listeners, Mike Hogan and Laura Jones, yes. coming to join us True. soon. Um, they can bring if some. they could bring over some Walker Sensations... Lamb and mint. Oh yeah, I want that. Um, if they, they yeah, probably don't do them anymore. But the, uh, the like Peking duck crackers <sighs> from Sensations are great. Sounds uh, cool. And you like the roast chicken, so some roast chicken. All right, crisps would yep. be fantastic. All right, I want some crisps. But Aussies, send me some chicken Smith's chicken chips and chicken twisties as well. And anyone in Japan, send me all the good shit. Uh, just send me food. Let's go to some feedback before we end the show. Forum.postwrestling.com is where we do it. It's free. It's the Post Wrestling Forums. Go do that. Uh, we love uh, long-time first-times as well. So join in on the conversation there. Let's go to it. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Good evening, boys. This is Sal Pierce. Another solid episode of NXT, and I'm looking forward to take over in a few weeks. 
My major takeaway from this episode is Montez Ford needs to get away from Angelo Dawkins. This guy is going to be a superstar, and the sooner he gets his barbershop moment, the better. Thank you guys for all you do. Yeah, just like we were talking about earlier. I agree, but also the single scene is so bloated. Yeah, like it, That will happen eventually, I'm yeah. sure, but for now, I think he's fine. Yeah. Um, True. We have Ari from Montreal. Man, does my Wednesday feel empty without the Mae Young Classic. I agree, it mm-hmm. felt weird not watching it this week. Uh, at least we did get to see Mercedes. As the previous comment states, get Ford away from Dawkins. Great to see Riddle, bro. Great reference to Ray getting lawn darted by Nash in mm-hmm. WCW. And finally, after that wait, we get the war game announcement. Brought a tear to my eye, actually. <laughs> Question. Will Ford ever turn on Dawkins and possibly align himself with Bianca Belair? They could be a crazy team. Yeah. P.S. Braden, the haunted TV has stuck again. His latest victim, my brother. Happy Halloween to you both. Uh, Ari uh, listened to us explain our story of the haunted chair. Right. Um, and then decided to tweet me about his his own haunted... He has a haunted TV. Just keeps turning on and oh, on off. So he's he's shook. It's like how my TV turns on when you Chromecast random shit <laughs> into my room. Because for some reason, me and David both have Chromecasts set to each other's TVs. And we learned that if you cast... Does it do it to yours too? No. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> my TV will turn automatically turn on if you cast something to it. So David has learned that by casting... So if, if, if I get woken up in the morning by Braden's coughing and spluttering, uh, I just, you know, send some porn to his TV. <laughs> there was literally a Smurf porn parody playing on my TV yesterday. I was like, fucking David. <laughs> uh, I have gotten you back at some good time. You have, you yeah, have. Uh, um, we do need to upload a picture of our haunted penis painting as well yeah we have a haunted penis paint bde we did a bde pumpkin as well yeah there's so much things going on in our lives uh jalen from pickering bro nxt is great 2017 to 2018 nxt have some has been some of if not the best wrestling tv i've ever seen the past few episodes closing angles have had a nice mixture of realism and drama while involving several distinct characters. It's nice to see the evolved tag champs getting a win, but holy hell, Matt Riddle is great. I now get the hype behind the Stone Cold Stoner. (laughs) The the closing angle was great. However, I selfishly want Mustache Mountain involved in in this somehow. And the card and the new match graphics for War Games look nice. I'm ready for another phenomenal takeover. Yeah, everything you said yep. is true. The Stone Cold Stone. <laughs> I like that. Nice. Um, I just I forgot to say uh, with Ari's question about uh, uh, Dawkins turn Ford right. turn on Dawkins. Eventually, I see it the other way around. Sure. I think yeah. Montez Ford should be sure. the baby face coming out, but I love the idea of him being with Bianca. Right. They're both so yeah, that'll charismatic. That will happen eventually. I think they'd be an awesome. They'd team. be like a total divas couple too. Yeah. They go all out power couple. Yeah. Kind of shit. Uh, Jesse from the Six, uh, the Mad Hatter himself. Yeah, he was the Mad Hatter. Uh, This will likely be the last feedback I leave for a while because I have cancelled my subscription in protest of the Saudi Arabia deal. Good for you. Uh, You're better than I am. Um, I'll miss NXT, so I'm counting on you two to keep me abreast of events. So he's still going to listen to us. He's still going to listen to us. You better... Yep. You better. We said we're going to hang out soon because he came to a party. We're, we live close to him. Said, oh, yeah, thanks for the whiskey, by the way. Oh, well. yeah, it's gone. It's, yeah. <laughs> Jesse brought us a housewarming gift and it was a bottle of, a nice fancy bottle of uh, CC. You know, I'm off to CC. Thank you, Jesse. 
Uh, my only feedback here is in response to something you mentioned on your Halloween 2 review. Uh, the razor blade in the apple is almost entirely a myth. Whoa. It has happened, but a professor who tried to track down instances of blades and pins in Halloween candy found only 80 such incidents since 1959. Damn. 80 too many, I would say. Yeah, that's a lot of... Um, people eating bad Many apples. of these were hoaxes or otherwise pranks designed to scare a specific person. Only 10 of those resulted in injury. Furthermore, there has never been a police documentation of somebody handing out poisoned Halloween candy. Damn. And he's put... Uh, he's fact-checked. He he's put a, a Snopes um, link He's there. got an article. Um, so yeah, we did our Halloween 2 review yesterday. Go back and listen to it. Um, basically, there's a very short scene where a kid... Uh, Took a bite out of an apple that had a razor blade. Yeah, so his his tongue and mouth is bleeding and he's on his way to hospital. So Jesse has made sure that he had to go. He was worried about kids Mm. on Halloween trick-or-treating. So Jesse from the 6th did research and found out that, no, your Halloween candy's probably okay. However, weed is legal here, which means like a lot of people are doing weed gummies. I imagine we're going to hear some story coming out very soon of, I don't know, some kid getting... A weed gummy instead of a gummy bear and got real fucking lit. (laughs) My friend who just visited from the UK and weed isn't legal there. Right. She's a teacher at a school and apparently a kid has just been expelled for bringing in brownies for like a bake sale. Oh no. But they're all weed brownies. No. And like the whole of year nine at the school were just fucking off their tits. (laughs) Bro. They're all wearing flip flops. Um, Chris from The Rock. What's up? I'm Chris from Rochester, New York. Long time listener. This is my first time posting. Wait! That's long time, first time. Chris from Rochester. I like it. Chris from The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) I really like today's episode of NXT. The Street Profits are lit, especially Montez Ford. He has potential to be great. If he ever breaks away and becomes a single... Um, since Regal announced Gargano versus Black for TakeOver, do y'all think it should have been a stipulation to the match... Could be match of the night. No, because you, you got War Games, which is going to have all the. Yeah, all I the thought plunder. about that too. As soon as it was happening, and then I'm like, no, wait, it shouldn't because it'll be and it'll be a war. Black has such a like a violent style anyway. Right, right. Like it doesn't need it. it if, doesn't. The, if the feud continues, sure. Like the January yeah. takeover, I sure. can see that happening. He says, "P.S. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Chris from the Rock. First from time, the long Rock. First time, long time. Uh, we go to Johnny Skull." Uh, Hi guys, I do try my best to listen to your show every week. There's just so many podcasts nowadays. Nonsense! But we're the best. Yeah, come on. Um, I have a question about my utter contempt for WWE's use of some of the NXT wrestlers on the main roster, actually. Although I don't think anyone has the answers to them. So since both of them won the Royal Rumble in January, how has WWE managed to screw up Shinsuke Nakamura and Asuka so bad? Remember when Nakamura made his electrifying debut at that TakeOver Dallas show? To now, it's so depressing. What has happened to Cien Almas? Where the fuck is sanity? <laughs> Can you imagine how fast and how uh, low Kyrie Zane would fall on the main roster? Yeah, I don't want her to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't want Vince going anywhere near that fucking pirate character. I hope she just stays on NXT for seven years, skips all that main roster bullshit, and just goes straight to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Um... Apparently, Vince was actually the guy calling the shots for Evolution. He was in Gorilla, not Triple H, which is oh. weird because it. No, it I just like read it... that he wasn't. I oh. heard he didn't do anything. I heard it was all NXT that ran it. Oh, <laughs> completely the opposite. <laughs> That's yesterday. what I was reading right now. But um, yeah, apparently. But yeah, I, there aren't answers. I mean, it's weird because 
they've they seem to have transitioned Zelina from more like the the business manager Good. to a wrestler. Good. I I don't know. I think I think that couple are fantastic, right. and they should too. be top. I do um, too. Like her wrestling's fine. It's not the best. There are better women in the company, um, and her her gift is like being the mouthpiece sure. for CN. And yeah, sanity as well. Like at least Almas does occasionally show up. Sanity, I haven't seen at all. Yeah, too bad. Um, Probably house show people. There aren't. I think a big problem is the roster being so bloated and. Why, when you've already got a load of top guys with the company, why are you going to try with people who don't speak great English? Like, it's harder work. Like, when you're producing so much content, it's, well, I could, like, put a rocket behind Nakamura, but, like, how are we going to get over the, the... the language barrier and all that, or I could just have this other guy who I don't need to worry about right. that with, uh, which is a real shame because both of them are fantastic and I have enjoyed this Nakamura heel character, but that's died to death as well now. Yeah, um, unfortunately, yeah. There if aren't... you leave NXT, you die a horrible death. Yeah, from it's, it's sad. Uh, pick Japan as good as a match that Shane and Kyrie make and have done so repeatedly, the backstage segment left me wondering. Shayna's gang have the looks of heels, but we've never seen them in a ring. The logical step is for Kyrie to get her own gang, but that runs a bit counter to Kyrie's perfect un- ultimate underdog babyface character. NXT needs to make a new female group of faces that can get a gel as a team, but I don't know who in the current roster could fit naturally together. Where is the NXT women's program heading? Yeah, it looks like they could do one I, more rematch. You could do... Uh, <laughs> Kyrie and the gang. <laughs> I'd say Kyrie, Io Shirai, and Tony Storm. Because you've got the first May Young Classic winner, the second May Young Classic winner, and the runner-up slash best friend. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, that that's the only three I could see. Kyrie and her gang of pirates. Yeah. <laughs> they just... All these pirates, they ride a ship, they, like, have eye patches. You know, they fuck shit up. They turn... She's an evil... She could, like, turn heel and have, like, a Captain Hook gimmick and shit. <laughs> Be lit. Uh, and finally, Carlos from sunny Scotland. Guys, did you enjoy Evolution? What stole the show for you? Mine was marginally Flair yeah. Lynch. Yeah, I I'd say that match as well, but the other two we really mentioned are well, yeah. fantastic. Uh Hope Martinez gets signed as she is quality to watch. Candice and dark makeup equals heel. She looked like Emma at first. <laughs> Holy crap, Ford's springboard frog splash. Yeah, that was insane. Uh so good to see Riddle finally in WWE. So unique, think he will go far and already cannot wait to the matchups he can have in NXT. Main event was awesome. Love when NXT changed it up by turning a undisputed era promo and making it a beatdown. Interesting they put a lot of emphasis on Dunn, but give me this match now. Question. Are Shane Thorne and Montez Ford the two best underused talents? I feel as singles they could be big and they carry their respective tags currently. Yeah, I, I think Ford will go somewhere. It feels like everyone here on the forum today is into Montez yeah. Ford, so clearly everyone sees something in him. Uh, and as for the Mighty, I want to see more of them kind of come together as a team, but they haven't still kind of brought it so, I, I think so much. give them and Birch and Lorcan like a, like a week when NXT is kind of dead. Sure, like, yeah. you know, when they've got the Let long stretch, it, yeah. 
have give them twenty minute main event number one contenders match or something like that, yeah. and I think that could be awesome. Sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely see a lot in Ford. Uh, that's all the feedback forum.postwrestling.com. Go there. We love uh, long time first times. So yeah, we'll do that and always tweet we need us. Like a sound effect every time we get a long time first time. I don't want. That's too much adding it in. Yeah, after. true. Yeah, I'm lazy. Yeah. Um, we also do Twitter and Instagram. We do so at the Bray D and uh, at Davy Portman. Follow us because we posted a bunch of stuff from our Halloween party. Uh, we have some of our antics and stuff like that. We got a few photos from last night or and stuff like that. I was dressed as the nun, and you were the purge. Um, so follow Purge, us Fairy Aska <laughs> Yeah Fairy Aska um, So follow us And uh, tweet us and, and all that stuff We always reply We love uh, connecting With our listeners So at the Brady At Davey Portman Go check out Postwrestling.com um, Our up next Post Wrestling feed iTunes Google Play Stitcher We have the Halloween Original And the Halloween 2 movie review podcast as well so go check those out we will be doing some more in the near future of the free movie reviews so be sure to look out for that and um we also will be doing a takeover review so uh the night after takeover we'll have a show up on the night the, of takeover. yeah the night yeah. of takeover i should say um i think we're going to be doing it with john i i, I assume i assume so yeah. yeah yeah i think we're gonna go over to his place and watch it with him and maybe do a show with him so uh postwrestling.com again so look out for that show the takeover war games post show um and it will be free and it'll be on uh, both the post wrestling feed and our post wrestling up next feed so go be sure to look out for that so, absolutely is there anything else you need to say uh no i think i've said everything there is today <sighs> all right <laughs> i'm gonna recover from my halloween hangover um i'm gonna do some cleaning because this place is still a mess from yeah the party Friday. people fucked up our place <laughs> <laughs> uh so happy halloween even though it's already over um we'll uh talk to you again next week goodbye be safe You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.